Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Micro Greens Entrepreneur Podcast. Hope you're doing well there and thanks a million for tuning in and being here with me today. We've had some great interviewees in the last few episodes, but today I'm afraid you're you're stuck with just me for a solo episode. This episode is for you if you have an endless amount of things on your to-do list, you're going in lots of different directions and you're seriously busy all the time, but you feel like even with all of what you've been doing, you're not making much progress. And that can be a little overwhelming and this can easily happen when you're running your own business or you're just getting started with your own business. It's really common. So I'm going to share with you some tips that have been helping me with this problem lately and that will help you overcome this problem if it's something that you struggle with too. So hopefully it's going to help you out. But right now, let's just hear the theme music and get going with the episode. You're listening to the Microgreens Entrepreneur Podcast, where the aim is to help you start, grow and improve any microgreens business. I'm your host, Brian Faulkner, owner of a microgreens business that I operate out of my own home. Stay tuned and welcome along. All right, so let's get going and thanks again for being here. Really appreciate it. I, I missed an episode last week and this episode it might go some way in into explaining why that was. So a few months ago, I just started to put some real focus on expanding my own microgreens business as much as I could. And I'll get into this a little bit more throughout the episode. But also on a little side note here, we also we also got a little puppy and he's brilliant and we love having him. But he needs his playtime. So so that takes up some time as well. And then just if you're a dog lover, you might be interested. He's a golden retriever and we call him wilson so i'm looking forward to when he grows up a bit and we can bring him to the park and i can call him back like wilson so if you've seen the movie castaway you'll get that but anyway the tips i'm going to share with you here today they're going to help you get more done help you be less busy and help you focus on what's actually important in your business and what will give you results and look i am by no means perfect at doing this myself I'm very much still a, still a student of this and this podcast episode I'm making right now, it's sort of to ingrain this thinking in myself too. So I've learned most of this information in this episode from two really great books. So I highly recommend both of them and they are Focal Point by Brian Tracy and The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. The main gist of both of these books is to really take a step back from what you're doing really analyze it and make better decisions on that from there and this can be a really hard thing to do especially when you've got a million things to get done and when you're an entrepreneur when you have your own business you most likely have a million things to get done you most likely have a huge to-do list and the last thing you might want to consider doing is stopping to think because this is a stop in production then so when you're stopped the things on your to-do list are not getting done and I totally get that it's something I've really struggled with because I think we feel that to be making progress, you have to be going nonstop all the time. But believe me, if you've never done this, you have to do it. So I did it very recently and it was really an eye opener. So going on the information that is in the two books I mentioned, here are some of the questions that I recommend that you ask yourself about your business. And you can do this for your personal life too, or for any kind of goal that you're really trying to reach. 
So you need to analyze your business first. So write down everything that you're doing, where your time is going, what's getting good results, what's getting bad results, all of that stuff. And then once you have that information, you need to look at everything you're doing in your business and ask yourself this question about every element in your business. And the question is, would I still start this now if I knew what I now know? And if the answer to this question is no, you need to stop it immediately. So an example here could be that maybe you put your microgreens into two new shops. You have to drive a bit of a distance to get to those shops and maybe they're not selling great. So maybe it's three months since you put them in there and the results still aren't good and you're taking back more each week than what's selling. So you'd need to look at that situation and ask yourself, if I knew before I started delivering to these two shops that sales would still be very poor after three months, would I still start it? And if the answer to that question is no, you need to take them out of those two shops immediately. Because every bit of time that we put into something that is not giving us good results, there's an opportunity cost there because that time could be used in a better way, in a better sales channel that is actually working well. So that's how you weed out what's not working and it takes something or some things off your to-do list and frees up time for more productive activity. The next thing to do then is to analyze what is actually giving you the best results in your business because in the book the one thing something something that the authors talk about is the Pareto principle and if you haven't heard of that it's the 80-20 rule and yeah if you don't already know the 80-20 rule is that 80% of your output is usually achieved with 20% of your input. And what this means is that we need to identify and prioritize the 20%, that 20% in order to yield the best results. So what this could look like in a very simple, basic example for maths is that maybe you make 1,000 euro or dollars a week selling microgreens. You make 800 of these dollars or euro at a farmer's market on a Sunday. So that's one day. And maybe you make the other 200 from grocery stores and restaurants that you spend four days of the week putting your time into that. Wouldn't it make sense here to give up on the grocery stores and restaurants and to do another market? So to put your focus on what's actually working for you. Most people, myself included, find it hard to give up on things that aren't even working because it can feel like you're giving up because it's a failure and because you failed and also because you've invested time into something already and that makes it hard to stop too so if you haven't heard of this already there's a thing called sunk cost bias where once we start something we just keep going with it even if it's not working because we've already invested time into it an example of this and i'm sure it's happened to all of us is where you go to watch a movie you get an hour into the movie and it's a terrible movie so you're not enjoying it at all but how often would you just stop watching that movie after an hour? Most of us would continue watching it all the way to the end because we're probably thinking, I've already watched an hour of this, I might as well watch it to the end. And we all know that these movies never get any better. So make sure your focus is on what's working and it is not a failure to give up on something that isn't working. In fact, it's one of the smartest things you can do for your business. The next thing to do then is to make a goal if you haven't already and make the goal in line with what you found to be working in your business. So let's say that you've analyzed everything that you were doing in your business and you found that 
the majority of your results were coming from restaurant customers, you might then make a goal to get 10 new restaurant customers. Then you need to go about achieving that goal. And this is where focus and creating your to-do list the right way comes in. I don't know about you, but I have an awful habit of creating a big daily to-do list with loads of different tasks on it. So some of these tasks are quick and easy and some of them are hard and take a bit longer. But for me personally, I love crossing things off a to-do list. I I think lots of people are the same as that. So lots of time I'll go for the quick and easy tasks so we can cross them off the list. You know, that feels good, feels like you're getting stuff done. But really, if you analyze your to-do list, there are probably a couple of tasks or even one task that you need to do in a day to make a good impact and make you move forwards towards your goal. So for example, your list could be filled with tasks like plant trays and microgreens, reorganize shelves, order materials, clean up. So lots of little things like that. And then maybe find a new customer is a task on the list too. So obviously finding a new customer is going to make the biggest impact on the success of your microgreens business. All of the other tasks that need to get done, most of them aren't essential and most of them you don't really need to use much brain power to get them done. But the thing is that they're easy tasks and it's easy to start getting them done first so you can start crossing things off your list, make yourself feel like you're making progress. But the day starts wearing on then when you're stuck into these minor tasks and next thing you know it's later on in the day and you just don't want to go out and try and find that new customer. The one task that if performed successfully would actually move your business forward. So this is just one example and you'll have to see what are the tasks you need to do to make the biggest impact in your business or your life. After that then we need to create the discipline of doing these tasks first on our list and this is the essence of the book The One Thing that every day you ask yourself what is the one thing that I can do today that will move me in the direction that I want to go. Then you just need the discipline to do your one thing as your first task that day before your mental and physical energy is depleted. So this is something that I'm really working on personally and it's serving me well so far. So hopefully if you're not aware of this already, it'll help you too. And in my own business, after applying what I've talked about here, I came to some conclusions for myself. So I mentioned at the start that a few months ago, I started to put an awful lot of effort into expanding my microgreens business as much as I could. So this meant that I chased every sales channel possible. So grocery stores, a market, restaurants, home delivery, and I was even in talks with a wholesaler. And when you do this, you spread yourself too thin, unless you've got a big team around you and someone that's designated to all these different areas, which I don't, and most people listening to this probably won't either. So by doing this, by spreading yourself too thinly and across lots of different things, progress is slow, even though you're putting a lot of extra effort into it. So a good analogy of this is, it's actually in the book, The One Thing, and the author talks about two identical progress cars, he calls them. But we're going to have four progress cars here for this example, and we're going to name them. So we're going to have home delivery, we're going to have grocery stores, we're going to have restaurants and we're going to have markets. But the thing is, we only have enough dollars or enough euros for a certain amount of progress gas or progress petrol if you're from my side of the world. 
And if we split this gas or petrol into the four different cars, we can set off in the direction of where we want to go. So the direction of our ambition for each avenue. And we might get quarter of the way to the goal in all of them. Whereas if we had a took the progress gas or progress petrol and put it all into one of these cars, we're going to reach the destination with that one car. So for me, after analysing everything, I found that what works best for my business is restaurant customers. So that's where my focus is now. Some of what I was doing, I stopped and some of, I'm just going to keep it at the level that it is now and put all the rest of my efforts into acquiring new restaurant customers. So look, to really sum this episode up, to really make progress and to cut down on your to-do list and stop being so busy all the time, take a day to analyze what you're doing and anything that you're doing now that you wouldn't start doing knowing what you know now, stop doing that. Analyze where your best results are coming from and focus on that. The Pareto principle says that 80% of our results come from 20% of our output. So try and put your finger on that 20%. Then make a goal on how you're going to move forward with progressing with that 20%. And every day when you're making your to-do list, ask yourself, what is the one thing that I can do today that's going to have the biggest impact on achieving what I want to achieve? Then get it done before all the little minor tasks. So resist the dopamine rush of crossing off all the little tasks on a to-do list. And if you do this, I guarantee you will start seeing better results in your business. If you want to dive deeper into this topic, I would highly recommend reading those two books in full, the books that I mentioned at the start of the episode. So Focal Point by Brian Tracy and The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. So I hope all that made sense and hope it might help you. Hope you enjoyed the episode. And again, I'm no expert on all of this, but it has definitely helped me. So that's why I wanted to share it with you. So thanks a million for listening in today. Really appreciate it. Hope you have a great week there and I'll catch you on the next episode. Take care.